a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Of course, the major story that has continued on over the past week about Afghanistan, America's withdrawal. Uh, the messy situation on the ground, uh, getting those that are stranded out, uh, getting those that have been helpful and have served alongside U.S. forces uh, as interpreters, guides, and contractors, getting them and their families safe, safely out. Uh, all of that continues to be a challenge, as well as communication coming out of the White House, which has brought real criticism from both the left and the right, But if you think that's the only criticism that the U.S. is taking as it relates to Afghanistan, think again. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, this has been the major story of the week, but there was another component to this that you may have missed amidst all the headlines, and that is that the challenges for the Biden administration are not just here at home and not just in Afghanistan. Uh, Actually, it extends all the way to the Parliament of the United Kingdom, who voted to hold President Joe Biden in contempt over the dishonor of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Some of his comments about the U.S. military's actions and so forth. While there are plenty of nations that publicly criticize the United States, uh, what does this say about our role in the world? What does it say about the future of America's influence at home and abroad? And so I want to break that down just a little bit in this first segment today. And if you're just joining us, uh, we are going to be joined uh, coming up here in just about eight minutes uh, at one uh, fifteen. Former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster is going to take us kind of behind the scenes and in the room where it happens as it relates to these kinds of situations for administrations. So you want to make sure you stay with us uh, coming up here at one fifteen. H.R. McMaster will join us live from Hoover Institute uh, at Stanford University, where he is now. But let's go across the pond first. Uh, again, it was interesting that the English Parliament was immediately called back uh, by Boris Johnson to deal with the Afghanistan matter. And part of their deliberations, part of their conversations on the floor in Parliament uh, was rebuking the United States president. English Member of Parliament uh, Tom Tungahat, uh, who served in Afghanistan alongside Afghan troops, told his fellow MPs in the House of Commons that He doesn't like to criticize other countries, felt the need to call out some of President Biden's statements. Take a listen. And so it is with great sadness that I now criticize one of them, because I was never prouder than when I was decorated by the 82nd Airborne after the capture of Musakala. It was a huge privilege. 
a huge privilege to be recognised by such an extraordinary unit in combat. To see their Commander-in-Chief call into question the courage of men I fought with. To claim that they ran. It's shameful. Those who have never fought for the colours they fly should be careful about criticising those who have. Careful in terms of criticism, MP Theresa May, who you might recognize as a former UK prime minister, she questioned who knew what and when, when did they know it, uh, as well as the UK's relationship with the United States. Listen to this. What has been most shocking has been the chaos and the speed of the takeover by the Taliban. In July of this year, both President Biden and my right honourable friend, the prime minister, indicated that they did not think that the Taliban was ready or able to take over control of the country. Was our intelligence really so poor? Was our understanding of the Afghan government so weak? Was our knowledge of the position on the ground so inadequate? Or did we really believe this? Or did we just feel that we had to follow the United States and hope that on a wing and a prayer it would be all right on the night? Because the reality is, if I may just make this point, the reality is that as long as this a time limit was given and dates were given for withdrawal, all the Taliban had to do was to ensure there were sufficient problems for the Afghan government not to be able to have full control of the country and then just sit and wait. So the MPs and many of their colleagues across the political spectrum, across the pond in the House of Commons including Boris Johnson, uh, who put some of the blame for the Taliban's takeover and the chaos that we're currently seeing in Afghanistan on Britain's closest ally, the United States, and on the Biden administration specifically. And the question, the question we need to dig into as it relates to this is, is this a hinge point in terms of America's influence and America's leadership around the world. Much more to come here on Inside Sources. We're going to continue to break down what happens in the room dealing with international crises with H.R. McMaster, former National Security Advisor, coming up next. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.